Hi guys, welcome to Cat Jam in the Car. Today I have a special guest. I haven't seen her for a while, Julia. Ah, good to hello. see you. Oh my gosh, good it's, to see you too. It's been ages. Right? Yeah, yeah. Last time so I saw long. you was like a year ago, mm -hmm. almost, right? Yeah, I was um I was in New York for six months. Oh, so you stand up comedy? So I did stand up. I drove right. cross country. So I drove cross country and did shows along the way, and then I did um. I was in a musical, like a new musical in New York. Oh my gosh, so, really so you cool. guys on tour, right? I was on tour for stand-up, and then uh. I was in a musical for the rest of it and just got back like this week. Wow, welcome <laughs> yeah. back to LA. Much, thank you. It's nice to be in a warm climate. Yeah, like, so like, for honestly, sure. for right now, like for LA people, this is cold, but I'm glad you get back this week, because last mm -hmm. week, was raining like crazy you heard yeah. about that california was so wet i did and you know what's uh, crazy i feel like i my family i feel like i did what they do to me where like i was seeing the news about california and right. i was calling my friends being mm. like oh my god are you okay like is everything safe and everyone's like it's literally fine like we're fine and i wasn't it was just because we were told in New York that like everyone was underwater here. <laughs> yeah, because like you know we barely have any rains here. When wind is mm -hmm. rained, oh my gosh, it was crazy. But I think Northern California is worse. Like yeah. some parts of like uh, LA kind of got flooded. Mm -hmm. That's so what yeah. Anyway, I'm so glad you're back to LA like for a long time. Yes, I'm here for like indefinitely unless uh. I get hired for something back in New York, which, oh, you know, awesome. I would be cool with, but yes. you know oh, By the way, Julia, please introduce yourself. I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm Julia Linger. I am a stand-up comic, improviser, actor, and writer. Oh, and singer. Do all of it. Yes. Hybrid. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. that's got to be, right? Artist these days. Yeah. Artist. Yes. Creative, if you will. Right. They say. Yeah, I want to hear about your tour. Like, sounds so exciting. Yeah, oh my god. It was so... Like, I only was doing stand-up less than, mm -hmm. like, about, about a year. And I basically sent my materials to all these different, like, clubs and stuff on my route. Because I went home to New Jersey. And, like, mm. that's how I was able to be in New York for so long. And on my drive, because I was like, I've always wanted to drive cross-country. And, like, uh -huh. I know that my friends would not want to sit in a car for 10 hours a day. And I was like, I'll do it. Like, why not? <laughs> and so I sent the materials to different places. And I planned my drive based on who would want to, like, book me. Right. And then once they booked me, then that was my route and, like, my tour. Oh. Yeah. So basically, you are your own manager. Essentially, well, yeah, <laughs> essentially, I guess in stand up, you gotta yeah. be your own manager, right? Because I think no one gonna work harder for yourself mm -hmm. than yourself. I think that makes sense. I mean, like, you know, it makes sense. You now you get a tour. I'd never been on tour before. What's like, you know, it's different every state. Yeah, I mean, every, every freaking state's different. And my tour uh, isn't like one of those, like, it's like people there know me, like, when I get there. It's mm -hmm. more of like, I went to Denver. I did a really, really cool show in Kansas City. Um, that it's like, I found cities that there's not as much of a comedy scene as like LA, New York. Right. And the show I did was maybe like, the best show in Kansas City. It's a strip comedy show. Mm -hmm. So I was able to do stuff that like I would never do in like LA or New York. Like mm -hmm. I probably would never strip for a comedy show that all my friends were coming to. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, this is so cool. Um to just kind of be out there with it and and mm -hmm. um because I don't have like region specific comedy. I try to mm -hmm. keep it general. So it's so cool to like just show up places do you feel like the audience on other in other states are different from like la or, or new york or yeah is that easier i mean like... it's hard because even in new york they 
they're very honest with their okay responses. Like, I mean, that's just New Yorkers. But, like, right. if New Yorkers don't find you funny, like, you know. Like, they just mm. won't laugh. Whereas here, people will be like, oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, you think nice. LA people tend to be, in, I think they're like, an, easier. Yeah. Okay. I think they're an easier audience. But, I mean, you know when you're bombing. But, like, in New York, you really know when you're not doing well. Because they'll just wow. be like, what are you doing, you know? And so, I mean, other states, too... They, it was just kind of hard because, like, I didn't know the people. It's not like I had friends at the show, so that kind of, for me, was telling me, like, is mm-hmm. my stuff funny or is it just, like, my friends come to my shows? And people mm-hmm. laughed in the whole thing, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, I have good stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they just don't. It's less of a, um, they, like, less knowledgeable about the industry, so mm-hmm. I'm not in a bad way, but, you know. Yeah, but, like, uh, my friend kept saying, oh, you need to go to New York because it's so different. It said, like, you know, there are so many clubs there. You can't do four or five shows per night because mm-hmm. uh, you can just take a metro and walk there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, LA, I think some people can do, like, two or three shows here tonight. Yeah. But uh, it's different. It's different because if you have a show in, like, Hollywood and then you have a show in Santa Monica, you are have two shows for the night and that's it. Whereas New yeah. York, like, you can have them on the same street, and it's, like, perfect. So they're, like, show. pretty close to each other. For the most part, but the, right. the downfall is you don't have a car to get there. Like, here, you could get in your car and go. Like, you could be yeah. the first up on one that get in your car on the other. With New York, you're kind of stranded. Like, if your one show's in Brooklyn and the other's in Manhattan, like, you really can't. Um, you really have to rely on that metro. Yeah, I I definitely want to go check out a New York sometimes. You should. I mean, the clubs are so many clubs. It's like LA. Really? Like once you meet a friend there, they like are so quick to book. Like, like oh, I have a friend, and that's that's different, right? Do you feel like New York compared to LA is it easier for comedian to do the shows? Um, I think it's different. I think in New York. It's very stand-up intense. Mm-hmm. Like, here, people do stand-up, but they do sketch and other things. Right. I think in New York, what I found is it's it's very, like, people, go, like, Chicago go there for stand-up. And they okay. want to be on SNL. They want to do stand-up. But, um, yeah, here, it's like everyone has a show. Everyone's producing. Everyone's doing something. Whereas yeah. Whereas it's, like, more hardcore about it. Yeah, I feel like in L.A., it's, like, so many comedian produce their own shows, right? So, like, yeah. in New York, it's not like that, right? I it is, but I think it's it's less... Like, in the same way, like, there's a huge industry in New York, mm. but I also feel like L.A., there is really one main industry. Mm-hmm. Whereas in New York, you have, like, finance, fashion, TV. Like, L.A. is the the home for entertainment. entertainment. So you're going to yeah. find people that are like, I want to put on a huge show and, like, do all a thousand things. At yeah. least in my experience. Yeah, but. that's what the community told me as well. They feel like uh, like L.A. definitely... I mean, they said that there are some nice clubs in New York, mm. but they feel like L.A. definitely has more like more shows. Yeah, LA's, yeah. LA's just more like you can... Like, I went on a run club. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. I'm part of a run club, and last night we were running, and it's like podcaster vlogger comes up and was like how often do you go and it's like you could just end up in someone's like youtube sketches Um, out here and it's like you can in new york like billy in the street but like in la it's way more like youtubers are like just out and about trying to like catch everything going on and yeah and also there are also like influencer slash comedian right i mean literally as i introduced myself i was like i'm this slash this slash that you know and it's like everyone's like that here it's so la right it's like everyone's also it's not just to wear one hat you gotta wear multiple hats it's true i used to um when i was an intern for like in the we did events and Mm -hmm. I checked in talent at the red carpet and the amount of people that just came out to me and were like, I'm an influencer. I was mm. like, 
I don't even know who you are. I'm like, where do you, like, what do you, what else do you do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't just be an influencer and have, like, a thousand followers. You yeah, know their what I mean? job is just, their job just have followers. That's pretty much. I know. I'm like, because <laughs> I was like, oh, just checking it. I'm an influencer. And then just said their name. I was like, well, yeah. it would have been helpful if you just said your name for me to check you in. But whatever. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think LA definitely has more influencer culture, right? Like, yes. You know, oh, my God. Even, like, that's a, like, comedian nowadays that trying to become influencer as well like it's like you know they're talking about how try to get more followers if you have more followers you can have more fan base and then those yeah. fan base you can turn them into like you know your audience you come to the comedy shows i mean it's so hard because i mean i, I used to work in casting and like mm -hmm. it really was you don't know i wish i could give a definite answer about the follower question because that's like right. the number one question people asked like mm -hmm. when i was in casting is like does your follower count yeah. matter and it it does and it doesn't. Like, some casting mm -hmm. directors are like, oh, my God, yes. Like, we want that. We want to bring traction, like, for co-stars or, like, that'll bring people to watch the show. But, like, for, like, really well-known shows, they're like, oh, I don't care. Like, get okay. someone with training who, like, doesn't have, like, even if they have no followers. So it really is dependent on the production and show. But that's, like, what every actor is like, oh, my God, what if I don't have 50K followers? Like, will I get on this show? And... It's yeah, there's such a mess. debate these days, right? Are talking about oh yeah, some actors like oh influencer don't have acting skills, and then uh, some influencer also is like oh they can't um, bring more box office. So yeah, it's like I guess um, it's sort of like if you're an influencer, you can act. Mm -hmm. That's great, right? They'll just be like oh yeah, just get them in an acting class. Like they can learn it later, and then it's like oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Totally. Hmm. But for comedians nowadays, it's like, I do feel like there is this sort of like urge for comedians to gain following as well. Because lots of comedians, like I saw lots of comedians on TikTok and they were putting clips. And then mm -hmm. at the end of the clip, they were putting their show schedules. Like they were Interesting. Bringing, yeah, yeah. I've That's seen lots really of like almost smart. every good comedian on TikTok. And I actually started watching lots of stand-up comic clips on TikTok because they only put like a maybe like uh, 30 seconds mm -hmm. and you can see their punchline and then it's not yep. a whole set so it's actually pretty uh interesting because uh, instead of watching the whole set you get to see all the highlights it's it's so true and i found myself doing that and i think there's also an art about editing your stand-up clips on tiktok because <laughs> yes, you don't want to give away your punchline when you're editing it and yeah. I've seen that so many times where I read the punchline before they say it. And it's so much about, like, the inflection that I'm like, oh, good yeah, editing would have gotten you more views. Exactly. I yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, definitely editing matters. Because, like, that, that's going to be, like, you know, since the clip is so short, it's mm -hmm. under a minute, right? Yeah. Like, you know, how, like, you know, grab people's attention right away and then still don't give up you know, don't give your punchline. Yeah. Add yeah. editing to the hyphen about oh. your career. Everyone's like, I'm an editor now because everyone thing. is an editor. It's I'm like an influencer slash editor as well. Like, I mean, honestly, even everything, like, uh, everything, like another comedian, he, he did my podcast. He's uh, kind of uh, did this for a while. He said he edited his own special, like one hour special. That's yeah. Yeah. Cause I guess some people like to do that because you know, like, you know, how, you wanted the special to be you know your material more than mm -hmm. anybody else and right? how you want people to see it like yeah exactly totally. even like sometimes you could hire an editor but like some some comedian they want to have more control of their own material they yeah. know how to cut it right it's i true. wish i i definitely want to take some editing class as but well everything is like how you market yourself like editing is that like saying i went on tour like it was just mm -hmm. like i booked shows on the road and was self-managing it wasn't mm -hmm. like i was like someone did it for me mm -hmm. and i was like profiting and all you know it's 
yeah, you get paid, but you know, you get paid in stand up. It's like, oh, cool, yeah. I got ten dollars from this bar. Like, I mean, it's fine. It's not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not complaining. That's but... <laughs> another thing about stand up comedians. That's like either you get paid a lot, yeah, you don't get paid at all, right? There's no middle ground. That's why yeah. everyone who's a stand up comic is a hyphen because they're mm-hmm. like, everyone knows you don't make money as a stand up unless you're like well known, and even yeah. still, it's like. They yeah, do other things. Yeah, do other things. So, like, when you're on the tour, how do you promote your shows? Um, I promoted my shows... I did a lot through social media and stuff. So, what mm. I would do is I would, like, tag the other people on the show and then, like... Because re- then they'll repost it on their stories and stuff. But it's really hard because it's not like I can, like, go up and put flyers places. Mm. But, like, the show I did in Kansas City, for example, that's, like, a monthly show that's, like, usually mm. sold out. So, I was like, okay, perfect. That's self... Like, people are going to come to that regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's tricky. I, I ran my own show in New Jersey, but that one I knew that the, the venue itself had a lot of people that come to it. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, it's a lot. I think social media is such, like, a mm. beast of a concept because that's the new bulletin board. And if you tag people on things and they repost it, then strangers are like, oh, my gosh, who is this? Like, who did she tag and that's yeah i think the social media definitely changed the whole marketing of comedy right like yeah these days like even like uh i will find out like a show schedule on instagram yeah and yeah. stuff like like you said people share right uh-huh. like same as like you know those like smaller shows people just like tag each other like you said they share and everybody yeah. knows they're like oh okay uh, can i do this show and because you saw other comedian posted this no, it's yeah. it's true, and, like, I even do it, which I shouldn't, like, if I'm booked on a show mm-hmm. with certain comics and, like, a comedian doesn't have an Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm like, are you, like, new to this? You know? And it's so bad that I do that because it, it's healthy, mm-hmm. but in our industry, like, if you don't have an Instagram and you're a comic, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like... Yeah, it's kind of like you have to, like, even, like, you're a private person, but it's just, like, for the sake of your... Or employment right yeah you just this is part of the job right now you have to do it it's like even for me like if I'm not in the entertainment industry I would not want to get on like you know social media as well yeah but it's, it's so job, draining it's it is so, so draining yeah sometimes that's why I feel like another thing about people talk about like a mental health issues and um, um yeah. like it is lots of stress like get on social media but like it's just part of you have to protect your own energy as well, right? And also, like, people getting hacked is, like, insane. Like, I've had, pe- like, friends and family that have, like, fake accounts made about them, and it's, like... Yeah, does. I... My account got hacked, like, a year ago. I remember that night. I remember You remember? That. You remember? Yeah. I, I just started a new accounts, and then, like, you oh know, I heard a several other comedians' account got uh, hacked. Now I'm more careful right now, because before mm-hmm. that, I didn't know how to protect, you know, your security and everything. Yeah. The do-off and, like learning the, to do dual authentication on every single thing mm-hmm. like even it feels so dumb like i'll have it on the most random apps um, if there's a dual auto i'm like sign me up yeah i think there are lots of hackers like there was even sending you the message like there's a link that asks you to click i learned don't ever click that link. don't ever it's, click the link know, yeah it's so crazy like how like you know why there are so many hackers these days and are the way the hack are getting more and more sophisticated I fell for it recently, and I did? I never fall for them. I got, yeah. like, a thing being like, oh, your PayPal, and I was like, mm, okay, like, I don't know, like, it's mm. probably a hack. And on the email, it was like, oh, we if it's, it's from PayPal, because, like, if it right. wasn't, it wouldn't come from this, and, like, they gave, like, exact details, mm. and the number matched the PayPal corporate by one digit, and I was like, oh, perfect. And I called, and I was like, hey, like, 
I'm just letting you guys know, like, I, I didn't, I don't authorize that. And they were like, yes, you do. Don't hang up. And I was like, okay, now I know that it's a scammer. But they, I am so careful with it. And they got me. I was like, oh, yes. Good. You, you, you called that. And yeah. I've had it around because I come from, like, and, it, like, my family is, half of my family is not from the U.S. And I come from, like, a lot of um, people who, like, don't speak English. And I was working with this woman who, like, she didn't know that the IRS will never call you like she they called her like quote unquote called her and I was like mm -hmm. they'll never call you like don't 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 do it and she was like what do you mean I was like no they're not the IRS don't do it and yeah. so they... I know during the tax season there are lots of fraud as well like you know the, yeah they call you and lots of older people they got you know farted. and they know who to go after like yeah. they know exactly that's what I'm saying like they know to go after people who don't know that the IRS is yeah like, not gonna call you and anyone over like 70. They're like, oh, cool. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like, even like for me, I never thought I would get hacked. I thought I know those kind of stuff so well. Mm -hmm. But the, the hacker who hacked me, he's so smart. They stole this other accounts because it's a, a, a kind of like a fashion store in downtown LA. Yeah. I went to their store. I, <gasps> I've met the owner. I know them. So then I guess they hacked their account first. Oh my so God. then they messaged me from their account. That's <gasps> why I didn't you know whoa oh, i didn't know i thought it's from them because uh, that's got to be careful because sometimes they may oh hack to somebody else's account and then you know because maybe they kind of watch my like you know my post and you know, I, I was in that store i think yeah. i know them and then i didn't know they already hacked the other account oh so then it's God. it's a closing store my friend took me there it's in downtown la and then i thought i was talking to them and then those people are so just, they, they will study, study your accounts. They will kind of watch your activities to know what you're doing. It's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That is so scary. Yeah. Oh my By God. By the way, I'm hacked the hacker. <gasps> Next time, if you can't ever get a hacker, you know, help never. So if you ever like this kid, you know, I, I have a friend that I met on Clubhouse. I told them, I spread the word. I said, I, I don't think I can get him account back. I don't know what to do. They said this kid, he's like a college student. He's super yeah. smart. Yeah. And then he said, you know, I'll call this guy right now, this kid, he's so good at it. He helped other people get their account back. Whoa. So then I called him and I, I almost gave up. I started a new account. I, I yeah. don't think I were, cause uh, the night, uh, when my account got hacked, I had a show at Mountain War, and then other people, you know, the the place is doing the comedy show in Silver yeah. Lake. So yeah. then, all the other community said, "Oh, you probably want to get it." I even went upstage to tell the stories, and people said, "Yeah, it's hard to get accounts back." Oh so start a new one. God. So, oh and my you had God. so many followers. Yeah, I do. It took me like I was on Instagram for almost like you know almost seven years. I was like, "Oh my God, I I almost lost faith." I said, oh "I don't think God. I get it." This kid Ethan, he's so good. He really? helped me unhack. Uh, like hacked the hacker so we Whoa. actually it's so intense one day i want to write a screenplay about that yes. so the way you we find out where the hacker is is that in nigeria because we found our location so then he went to, so basically we just keep like we try to literally a hundred times so like you know every time because uh, like a meta which is the own um the the facebook the owns the instagram so they were sending you the the secure they were you have to take photo right away to send it to them right basically that's how they uh, uh verify that's you 
but the hacker they are at the same time as us so we're doing like multiple things every time we got in they got in again so we get you back and forth back and forth so it's like it's like a movie it's oh like my god film. it's so funny so like finally we, i would say give up and then so we we kind of checked our time that ethan said okay let's not try right now because they they are doing the same thing as we're doing yeah so then like we're like i'll say let's uh wait they will watch their like kind of time zone so that maybe after they go to sleep and we're doing it again. So then, um, like, I think almost uh, like eight hours later, we start, we started kind of, you know, start doing the same thing again with a, a meta, right? Because mm-hmm. meta, they didn't know. They, they, it's all AI thing, right? Yeah. So then, like, you know, I think they went to sleep. So it's just so close. Finally, we got in. We got in. You have to change your password right away. <gasps> Oh you, my yeah, god. Yeah, we, so like we did it this hundred times. Every time I change the password, they change your game. So finally we got it in. It was like because they just got up and then they and they can tell, we can see they are trying to log in from the other place again. Um, and we'll find out where they are. It's in Nigeria. Yeah. It's crazy. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> wow. Well, if I ever get something hacked, I'm, I know to call you to call Ethan. Yeah, call Ethan. That's He's so crazy. Good. This also, is just so like promo for Ethan. Yeah, it's, it's persistent as well. I almost gave up. I told Ethan, I, th- I said, I, there's no way we can't we can beat them. I said, don't worry about it. You know, sometimes you just have to do it. It's just one second difference. Oh my! You know, get God. there. Yeah. This is so scary. I can't even watch documentaries on social media because it scares me. Uh, do you know there is one documentary on Netflix? Uh, I forgot the name. Social dilemma. Yeah, I I've heard about yeah. it, and I'm yeah. like, I know that I'm gonna have a, like a panic attack because like I I see. So this happened literally yesterday. Mm. My brother, they make duplicate accounts now too, so they'll make like duplicate accounts of people and then follow you from that so mm-hmm. it happened to my brother and then maybe 10 minutes later i got the same thing but my aunt and i text my brother i text my aunt and my brother was so funny like i'd be so scared and he was like oh my god i'm so flattered that like someone yeah. would want to like be me like have like pretend yeah. to be me i'm like <laughs> i would be panicked yeah but they do that now they like fully go in and, and like take your photos and i saw one girl like one friend of mine wow from college, she literally. Drop. Oh my god, I was like, I need to hide yeah. it. Um, she literally had her account hacked, and the hackers were so good that on her Instagram story was a photo of her screensaver on her phone with like cryptocurrency notification. Like they hacked her phone and posted it on her Instagram. Uh. I was like, I was floored. I was like, I. I have to leave social media for a day yeah, because you know, comedy. That's but... a, another thing about crypto as well. Like the, the other hackers stole my account after because they had it for almost two weeks. This use your two send, weeks. Yeah, they sent out all the crypto crypto like scams because I need because lots of my friends mm-hmm. realized last night from me that my real friends they said cats never send out any crypto stuff yeah. right. So then they basically just use steal people's account do like a crypto currency scams. I mean, if you're into crypto, crypto, oh. whatever. But like, I definitely and like, if someone's like, "Oh, I'm into crypto," I'm like, mm. "Interesting." <laughs> yeah, like it's so shady. Like, but I'm kind of like, I don't know. I've never yeah. heard like a good thing off crypto. Yeah, that's so. That's why they said lots of people's accounts got hacked because once those people stole your accounts, they they just use your accounts to send out send hundreds hundreds of those cryptocurrency i don't even know what how they scam people from that i don't i still don't understand the myth behind it because oh i don't know anything God. about a crypto but it's always about crypto it's, it's always about crypto it's always about like nfts and stuff yeah, and like so maybe weird. i'll just be like an ostrich with my head in the sand but <laughs> like whatever i'm yeah. just that's it's just crazy i don't know why it's always about a crypto i, I anything tech i'm like 
like yeah i i once i learned how to use a vpn on my phone mm-hmm. which i didn't like know mm-hmm. how to use but that's my 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 advanced wow. um Gotta yeah. be careful. I think also think of like nowadays they knows like a social with your social media they can steal lots of infos. They can just yeah they they can know like just off of one photo like everything mm-hmm. about you. Well, that's what's scary about not scary, but I find myself when I post about shows, mm-hmm. I'm literally telling people where I'm gonna be that day. Right. Like I'm telling the internet, hey everyone, I'm gonna be at this bar tonight at this time. Yeah. And when I think about it, I'm like. Growing up, like that was like you don't tell anyone even where you're from on the internet, and yeah. now it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be at this bar from this time, this and this, and it's like we're yeah, really, exactly. we're really doing changed, that. Time has changed, right? Because remember, like when we were kids, at that time, like your parents were like, don't ever even tell people where you are, right? How scary yeah. is that? Then nowadays, you're like you're alongside social media today at this time, yeah. I'll be there, and then like this yeah. also kind of like a remind us like how like you know you heard about the mass shooting in Montreal Park last mm-hmm. Saturday. It's very sad. Like, I mean. I mean, Montreal Park is a place I once called my hometown, actually, because really? I lived there for a couple of years as well. It's a wow. super safe neighborhood. I would say I never imagined any, I've yeah. never seen any criminal criminal activity. It's not like Hollywood here, like homeless, all the thing. It's like a very, very residential area. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, wow, someone with a gun. Like, that is the area you would never imagine anybody would carry a gun. It's so, so sad. Yeah, it's like a crazy and like a, this kind of thing happens. Like, imagine like you know, like also speaking of like a, a comedian safety issue, right? On stage, uh, have you heard about what happened to like Sunset Rooftop? Do you remember like about two years ago they do shows there as yeah. well? It's on Sunset, right? It's like yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah. a bar show. I used to host my show at Sunset Grill. I remember that. That's yeah. where we met. That's where we met exactly. <laughs> so Sunset Grill, that's a history. Like you know. Um, then there is another place called Sunset Rooftop, which okay. is a couple blocks away from there. So I think they also host those shows there. Yeah, they there. do. I've seen people do that. Yeah, so I remember like all those comedians, uh, they were doing shows over there. They were like, you know, walk to Sunset Grill. And then I remember one time, uh, I was still doing my show at Sunset Grill. Some comedian came over and said, oh, guys, you don't know what happened. They said, you know, this guy, Mike Tyson was at the Sunset Rooftop. Okay. Yeah, oh my God, it's so random. It's yeah, okay. so random. So, you know, you remember Bolico, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, they, so like some other comedian are said, whoa, guys, you don't know what happened over. They said, you know, this guy tried to attack Mike Tyson or something. Like, just <gasps> all kinds of crazy. It's at a comedy show. It's kind of just like, like I don't know, like, you know, how do you feel about it? Like, I mean, even like how Will Smith, you know, got slapped by uh, Chris. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, Will Smith slapped, you know, Chris Rock. Right. All the things like on stage, right? reversed so like how people talking about like uh, nowadays say like if you tell people you're at the bar uh like you know people could have some crazy mentally you mm-hmm. people could show up yeah yeah like and i then, it, it, oh i'm sorry go ahead, go ahead no as I, said, I mean i not that i have enemies knock on uh-huh. wood but i definitely have like some people that i have had like kind of just been a little nervous and like cautious of that i'm like i don't know if and I know sometimes, like, they'll, like, from private, like, check what I'm doing. And I'm like, I don't know if that's good or bad that, like, I'm posting where I'm going. But it's also, mm-hmm. like, you. how do you promote your shows yes. without... And even if, like, you're a random person and you're looking online and it's like, oh, who's on the lineup today? It's like, 
it's going to list the comics. So there's no hiding that yeah. factor. It's just like, because this job, being a stand-up comedian, you are in public eyes. It's like, you cannot just be fa- always feel so scared and don't go out anymore, right? Every day there is a chance something risk it may happen. And like, yeah. yeah, like every time. And it's like, oh my God, but it's it's like a catch-22 because it's like you have to. You yeah, but... you have to. I mean, if you don't promote it, who's you, you want people come to the yeah, show, Yeah, right? because then the show promoter's going to be like, where are your people? <laughs> yeah, you're like, if you're a comedian, you want to bring people to the show, yeah. but it just, of course, you don't want to crazy people in, out of the show, but it's hard to avoid, yeah. right? Even when you drive, sometimes people can be crazy. Oh uh, my God, yeah. Yeah, even like I saw this video on TikTok, like it's, it went viral, it's about this girl on stage. I forgot which. Uh, club. It's not in LA. Was it the one of the beer thrown at her? Yeah, that yeah. That was New Jersey. That's my it, home state. That, really? That happened in Jersey? But it's South Jersey. So what happened exactly? So people just random threw the beer to a girl? So like, she was like talking about I think, I can't remember, but I know that either she was talking about like, she's very leftist liberal. And South Jersey, like that area is like very, there's a lot of like Trumpies. And it's, like, mm. near the Jersey Shore and stuff. And I think she was talking something political and someone got in an argument. And she was like, well, Trump lost or something. She's being, like, shut up. Like, uh-huh. you guys are still stuck about Trump and, like, right. he didn't win. Mm-hmm. And the person, like, threw a beer at her. <gasps> yeah. Wow. But that's also, like, kind of going back to New York. Sometimes that's very New Jersey, New York behavior. <laughs> yeah. Like, in L.A., we, we would not see that happen. I mean, lock on the woods. You never I mean, yeah. That happen. But yeah. in New York, they're like, that's how they are and it's I mean it's it's fine but I've definitely noticed like doing shows and stuff in New York like it took me a month to readjust even though I'm like from New Jersey it took me a month to like readjust to how how aggressive people are Um, I mean they don't just like throw beer at comics (laughs) like don't get me wrong they don't hackle you right um yeah the only time I've really ever been heckled was in New Jersey um yeah so they were just like you know if they don't agree with your perspective they will say it well mine actually wasn't a bad heckle it was uh-huh. like a warranted heckle. So I was talking about how mm-hmm. I am Argentinian. And so I was kind of talking mm-hmm. about the history of Argentina and how like the Germans, I'm like from the Jewish right. people who came to Argentina, but like I was talking about how like uh-huh. Argentina has like a lot of colonizers right. and like someone from the, the crowd was like calling me a colonizer. I was like, well, yeah, that's fair. Like uh-huh. that's what I am talking about. And like, right. they just like were talking over my set, but I was like, yeah, that, that is what I am and yeah. what I'm talking about. But I was like, huh, I've never been heckled. Oh, <laughs> so I was, funny. I was heckled, but it was, yeah. it was fair. I was like, okay. Oh. I guess like, you know, that's like nowadays I saw lots of comedians also post the video of themselves got heckled. They love, I feel like now comics are doing so much crowd work for TikTok. Yes, exactly. So it's just for those, those little clips. Yeah. Because it's like, and I catch myself too as a comic, like I use the same set mm-hmm. very, very often. Like I'll tell my friends, I'll be like, you're going to see the same mm-hmm. five jokes. But I find sometimes I'll try crowd work because then you could post that on social media and it's not like you're like revealing your jokes on social media because you have your jokes that you have on. Maybe that's just me and that's like not the way to do stand up, but yeah, I, I find that. That makes sense right now because I, I posted some of my stand up jokes on Instagram before a couple of my friends did. Oh, it's the same joke that over it because I guess you know as a comedian you you only have that. I love that jokes. your friends are like we're done here. This yeah, is it. they're like they're like oh we already heard about those jokes. I was like yeah. okay, no wonder nowadays those comedians are posting crowd work. Yeah, because it's it's fresh and like I posted my crowd work before because mm-hmm. I'm like but it's like a joke I have but someone shouted out mm-hmm. like a crowd work thing and I like 
on the rare occasion I'm able to like improvise during stand up back, I was like amazing because I'm so uh, bad at crowd work. Yeah. Like some comics, their whole set I, is crowd work. I know. I'm still learning to do that. I feel like you know, I was watching this comedian Sam Mor Sam Mori. I think I'm. Yeah, he posted like he yeah he posted lots of uh, like his crowd work. I think he's also the comedian was in you know Joker. Do you remember? Uh, Rocket Phoenix was uh, oh, yeah. the opening scene. Yeah, yeah, Basically, yeah. Basically, uh, it's like a, he, the Joker always go to comedy right. club. So, like, uh, at the opening time, Joker, that's him, Sam Mori. Because I saw he, oh, his okay. interview with, uh, like, you know, I forgot who was David Letterman. So, he talked about how, like, he, the opening scene, just him being a comedian. He is a comedian. It's like, yeah. it's not like acting. He just plays himself, yeah. pretty much. That's so cool, though. Yeah. That's like the, I feel like the stand up dream. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like right? It's yeah. Like, come on, you're, you're in Joker. Like, <laughs> the lay yeah, yourself. Right? Yeah. yeah it's, it's so funny. I felt like a... Like that's a, like a perfect scene. It yeah. really is. I mean, I've never gotten to play... In New York, I did like a avant-garde show where I was a stand-up comic. Like, I just did my set, but it was part of the show. So mm -hmm. I kind of did something like that, which was great because I didn't have to like memorize any lines. I was just me. But right. um, I just... I, I was like cast as an extra and then it was like bumped up it was like a whole thing but it's basically a new like a movie about sta like um a stand-up comic oh, really? and i have like a cameo and it's like really exciting oh no like, no it's coming that? out in the fall it's called okay. inappropriate behavior with uh robert de niro and bobby cannavale and stuff but i had a little cameo and it's about a stand-up comic and that's, i was like oh my god <laughs> that's awesome i'm glad no, there are it more wasn't movies that about fancy that. yeah that's but cool. um it was really cool i was like oh my god like yeah, I saw like well. this new. Um, I, I think it's called a punchline. It's Jimmy O Yan, mm -hmm. and then like basically the whole movie is about is about uh, like comedian also they're on tour and then yeah. started, like you know like and there's they kind of like has so many stand up comedians has cameo. I like, love that. I yeah. love when they even in like sketch comedy because my my dream would be a comedic actor. Like I don't want to uh -huh. do stand up as like my ultimate goal would be like mm. I want to do like sketch comedic sitcom so you want to get down cameo. like a Kevin film right that's what you're cool yeah, yeah that's like the because for me I know realistically like stand-up is it's like I get to meet cool people and do it but mm -hmm. like I know that there are people who can just write like five minutes a day like uh, like they can just oh, joke yeah. joke joke and I use the same like five it's not a bad thing like I know if I was forced to do what I would write but right. you know there's people who are like I love writing for x amount of day and like yeah can just pump out jokes Right. Like, yeah. Also, some comedian they enjoy like the live performance. You know, mm -hmm. um, I don't. I don't know about you. Like, I. I feel like I enjoy live performance, but I. At the same time, I. I think I. I'm same as you. I like to be in TV and film better. I like my crafty. I like my food on set. Yeah. I like the comforts of set. <laughs> I know. I just like the the style because being a stand-up comedian is actually a very lonely job, right? You on yeah. stage alone, you write alone. You... And if you like, if you're messing up too, you have no one to catch you. And then also, you only have take one, one take, right? Like I feel like being actors, like you know, if you're not happy with your work, you can take two, take three, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, and I learned this, especially, like, just going to New York and doing that musical. Because I did a pilot, I did, like, some TV film stuff. But I, I did this new musical while I was there, and it was so cool. Like, it was, it, basically, we were all, like, originating roles on it. And right. it was so hard because 
you don't have the comforts of just like being able to go over it again. Like it was live theater and I grew up mm. in live theater and I think this isn't like a knock, but I think in New York, those actors crave theater and live performances. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, oh, we don't have to memorize our lines or like, we'll be fine. Whereas in New York, like you are there for theater. It's like kind of like stand up. Like you, yeah, you got to come ready. And if you're, yeah. and they had that, re- but it's also like they get that rehearsal time. Whereas like LA, it's like, uh. oh, see you on set tomorrow. Like you can go rehearse by yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, but Do yeah. you feel like there is a difference between like a musical and the stand up? But of course, I f- for music, like you said, you guys get a rehearsal, right? Mm-hmm. Like stand up, you rehearse yourself. Yeah. And like, you, you have to like really rehearse yourself and like hear the jokes. I think what's different, like with the musical is like we could, we like, even the even the last performance, we were still adding things into our performances. But you you kind of feed off of each other right. and the audience, and you add things. And being like, you could be like, oh, what if I do this, guys? And people are like, eh, you know. Mm-hmm. Versus like when it's stand up, you learn that when you get up there and when you have an audience. Yeah. Because like if I, I'm not gonna sit there and make my friends sit in the living room and give me notes, like they would not be my friends. Like, and also, like <laughs> it's kind of awkward rehearse yourself as well. You you don't know. Yeah. Like, honestly, like all the jokes, you just really have to do it there, right? And everyone's different. Like some people yeah. can write and know from their head to the like the pen. They're like, okay, this is gonna be good. For me, I have to hear it on stage. Like I mm. I have to hear. But in the same vein, I'm so nervous about it flopping mm. and like wasting my time on stage and I know that's what open mics are for but every time I go to an open mic it's always like I could write that like the audience is always like hmm I could write that better and like that's why open mics kind of stress me out sometimes where I'm like yeah like they don't like to laugh I mean open mic is even harder because basically you do open mic in front of all the comedians yeah like comedians are very judgmental that's what I mean they sit there they're like Hmm. Whereas, yeah. like a regular person laughs at like normal things. And yeah, and like, also like you don't even know they're they're not even paying attention to your sets because everyone no. just like you know open mic. Everyone just worry about they go up do their own sets because you cannot even test out your material is good or not, right? And but in, I mean, as flip, it's like you do get like if they laugh, you're like okay, I'm keeping that. But I think it's also as a as women in comedy, it's it's a little extra difficult. Like, I've gone to open mics. Mm-hmm. Like, I have open mics I will not go to because of mm-hmm. how I know that, like, how male-dominant. And this is also coming from, like, mm-hmm. a white, cis, female lens. Like, but I've mm-hmm. gone to mics where, like, I'm the only woman and I get up there and, like, all the the boys, the guys are just, like, sitting there drinking beers in the back and not listening. Yeah. And it's, like, then one of them, because they're all buddies, gets up and they're, like, laughing. Yes, and you feel like, so left out, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, you're in high school, like, all the cool kids hang out. You are, like, the new kid coming yeah. on the block. Yeah, that's, that's very scary. And you're, like, yeah. we're all here to do this unless you're not, like, you're here to, like, kind of mess around and just like get drunk and it's it's fine but I've also had it where like I'll be the only woman in the room and they kind of just like forget that I'm there and like tell these insanely like sexist misogynistic jokes and you're mm. like do you realize like and they just like then you get mm. up and they are like mm. Mm. you know and it's like yeah, I mean it's awkward yeah it is like you, you don't want to be like the only one feels like oh my gosh yeah, you are, you you didn't feel that's right, but it, you're yeah. the only one. Right? And I recently talked to my friend about this. Like, you have it too as a woman. Like, you can't look too good, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and you can't look like crap because if you like look nice, they're like, oh, I was literally at a mic one time where this guy's like, 
oh yeah and i quote chicks only wear crop tops for attention because they know that they're not funny oh wow and i was like oh my god and i came from a party so i was literally wearing a crop top and i was like hello it's me for attention like oh my god they played our uh, played that joke yeah that's kind of like the thing like dressing how to dress Mm-hmm. Beyond stage, it's also art form as well. You, like you said, you cannot it's be like your too, brand. Too. Yeah, your brand. It's not like you cannot be too like flashy, but you cannot look too crappy, right? Yeah, because then they're gonna be like, they won't even take you seriously at all. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna be like, oh, so yeah. it's like that like middle ground of like quirky, and it's like, why do we have to fit in that? Because like yeah. men can roll up in whatever they're wearing, and yeah, it's not even. Like you said, you mentioned about branding. That's definitely interesting because I feel like certain comics they only dress certain certain ways, right? Like you know, just they keep the same very consistent look, mm-hmm. right? I guess like I'm still looking for my own brand as well. How about you? I am too. I took um, an acting class where people kind of look at you and are like, "This is your brand." And I right. think the day I started doing musical comedy mm-hmm. and just embracing like that very awkwardness energy mm-hmm. because I tried to suppress that of my awkward energy and it just came out terribly and I started just being like you know what I am an awkward once actually am musical theater person I may as well go and roll with it mm-hmm. and that kind of opened up that door for me right. but even still like when it comes to dressing and other things I have no freaking idea because mm-hmm. I'm like I what I do is I just wear like a gray sweatshirt and black like I every photo from a show looks the same like i'm wearing the same outfit it just Maybe looks like it's like a different background but it's like the that, same that day is good. at least you you know your brand you're being consistent yeah right that's very important uh, you and know. I, I mean i also look like a very average blonde woman so like i'll wear <laughs> i'll wear the same like i'll go to a festival and i have like a t-shirt right. i'll wear the same one every day because i'll be like i'm the one that wears this shirt <laughs> like, but like i feel like, so like your brand is people remember you like because you have very kind of like a signature looks your hairstyle like you said the way you look you don't change your look from time to time people remember you as artists that is the way you are right look at mm-hmm. every artist has very kind of sort of their their own look mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. is good maybe that is, you already found your brand yeah i mean like, like I, I, that's what I, I and i went to a festival here and i had a shirt that's in spanish and i was like okay like if i, I know that like it was like a statement shirt so i was like I'm going to wear this every day so people, like, remember me. Because right. I saw that there was a lot of people that looked like me. And I was like, I need something. Because, like, I mean, I have my ukulele, too. But I can't just walk around with a ukulele. And <laughs> people be like, oh, my God. But, you know, I, I, you know, I'm like, okay, how can I, like, make people remember me? And then I kind of yeah. turn into a cartoon character that wears the same <laughs> outfit every day. Yeah, that's your brand. I guess that's very important. A limited for... wardrobe is my ba- is my brand. Yeah, Just for n- artists. Two shirts. It's actually yeah. important, honestly, right? Look at the, all those, like, uh, you know, uh, big names nowadays. They just wear, like, very similar looks all the time. Yeah. I mean, I am all for jeans and a black... I mean, even today, I'm, like, wearing all black. I also, like, <laughs> am so gross. I, like, biked here and then walked and then scootered well, and the whole Well, that's LA. Don't worry about everyone. People think, you know, that's LA, honestly. Yeah. It's so funny. Earlier, I was driving, and then I saw this on Sunset, and, like, the people were kind of spray-painted this thing. It says, LA is not safe. Like I seen, I saw that in Santa Monica, like a similar sign. It's like some, it's like some sort of movement going on right now. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I definitely saw that. I mean, I will say, like I, because my car is somewhere in the U.S. right now. I truly uh, have in no US idea. Somewhere. It's so literally, funny. I literally do not know where it was. Like they said, it was supposed to arrive on the 18th. Okay. It is today's the 24th, I believe. 
and I called them and I was like, hey, like totally random, like, Ugh. do you know where my car is? So like because <laughs> I shipped it. You just left your car there and then flew back. So they to picked LA. it up. Yeah, so they picked up my car, they shipped it, like, it's an accredited business, the whole thing, but they hire, like, they contract truckers. Uh, and I was like, hey, like, do you know where my car is? Like, that'd be crazy, but it was supposed it, to arrive today, yeah. like, I don't want to be a Karen, like, <laughs> just curious. And they were like, uh, we don't know. And they, like, a day and a half later were like, oh, we haven't heard from the trucker. We'll try again, like, two mm. days later, like, oh, he just has truck problems. I'm like, okay, forgivable, I get that. It was supposed to come yesterday, did not. It was supposed to come today. <laughs> So in the meantime, I've just been, waiting. oh my God, I've just been biking everywhere and like yeah. taking the Metro, but it's so weird because I'm like, I don't, but my Apple watch, my health is <sighs> popping off. That's good. Cause it's like, you know, you force yourself to work out. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I literally am like looking at my activity and I have some of my friends on my Apple watch and I'm like, they're going to think I'm so healthy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. Like, you know, biking is such a good exercise, right? Yeah. And I didn't realize how like capable I was of getting around. Like yeah. just by biking and stuff, but and I didn't have to stuck in the traffic as either, right? It's been so, I literally raced the metro this morning. It was so nice. Like I beat the metro, <laughs> but the metro was shady too. I took it the other day, the Hollywood Bowl. Like oh, I understand really? why people don't take the metro Cause here because like, like you know crazy people there. Well, oh, yeah, like in New York, everyone takes the metro, regardless yeah. of socioeconomic mm. stat. Everyone takes it, but here, like I think because people don't take it. It's kind of just like a very, very. I've only heard from people very negative experiences. Even then, like even taking the met, like the subway in New York for six months, I got here and like a day here, I was like, I don't feel safe on this metro. So, you mean like, oh, uh, what kind of people on metro? Like, it's not even. I think it's funny because I think the the homeless and unhoused people are the least sketchy people on the metro. <laughs> like seriously, they're yeah. like just minding their own business, sleeping, right. and like that's kind of like the New York metro. You have people who are almost right. just like it's a warm place to sleep. But you have people that get on and you're like, they're like on something and they'll like get in people's faces. Like a man like hovered behind me <gasps> yesterday. And like, luckily this guy who was standing, like sitting there, like gets right. out and blocks him. But I was like, hello. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But, oh, well, like at least biking is better. You're on your own, right? I, uh -huh. I think I would prefer biking there metro because you, mm -hmm. you have your own privacy. It's, no. a, it's so, the only thing is that I use the metro bikes. You have to dock them. And the, that's mm -hmm. why I walked here because I docked the bike, took a scooter and then walked because you have to dock it in certain locations. Otherwise the metro bikes, like you'll get charged for like not putting it back. Oh, wow. But they have electric bikes, which is nice. That's what I've been taking. Yeah. Like, they're, cheating. They're, like they're downtown LA. There are so many little scooters everywhere. Mm -hmm. People just, you know, like even people just ride a scooter to go to work, you know, you can yeah. get around way faster on driving. Yeah. yeah. People just don't. So Julia, what's the next step? Like you're back to LA right now. Like wh what is your plan? They keep doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to keep doing stand-up. I am really jumping into the acting like side of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I shot a pilot in New Jersey that they emailed being like, it was like the most vague email, but they were like, good things happening. So I'm like, Oh my God, fingers crossed. Like I did That's an audition awesome. today and I felt really cool where I was like, if I don't get this, like it's okay. I could possibly have it. So I'm trying to really, really get into the acting and improv yeah. side and like doing sketch comedy with my friends and like shooting sketches and yeah. And that, but I think I'll like appear at open mics and I'm, it's going to be weird cause I'm going to be a stranger open mics. I've been yeah. gone so long that people are going to be like, who is this? I mean like the open mic is always new open mic pops out all the mm -hmm. time. Like even like for all the lot, lots of open mics, 
like you know used to be so popping in LA, mm-hmm. it's it's gone. Like it's always new things coming out. It's like backyard shows. Yeah, exactly. What what is your first open mic here in LA? Oh my gosh. Okay, it was on. Oh my god, what's it? I think trap mic? What is it called? You oh, know I the one I'm talking about? I heard about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Actually. They were like the nicest mic ever. Like I oh, got good. there and it was so magical. They were like, here's a bowl of candy for talent. I was like, talent? Because I was still working corporate at the time. And it was like so wow. amazing to hear that is called so talent. Sweet. Yeah, and like I said, I was like, oh, hey, this is my first open mic. And I had my notebook and everything. And they were like, clapping me on and it was so so sweet yeah because like some open mic place are not nice like you said you know i went to this open mic in downtown la i remember when i was just start doing this i get there you just feel like all those people had their own circles see i hate that yeah you get there it's like you know basically it's like you know you you know they're not gonna call your name because sometimes they have so many people there yeah and then you, you you feel like you're like a new kid on the block and it's like you and honestly like I was gonna ask you it's like too but like it's honestly like when you see show posters and you see the same five people with the same friend group and listen I love my friends in comedy but I have a rule like the show that I'm bringing out to LA Mm -hmm. because I was doing it in New York like I book maybe two of my friends right because I'm like okay I'll have another chance to do this show yeah but I'm like I'm gonna book people off talent off like I don't want a show where it's like just straight up like white cis men like I just can't like I have a couple white male cis comic friends and I'm like one per show that's not like a discriminatory but I'm like Mm. I know that there's such a large market and like there's so many people that are like feel excluded and like don't have those like close knit that aren't constantly booked on the same shows and I'm like come on like yeah LA is that like there are lots of shows always like you can see like you know it's always almost the same people on that show yeah, and, then and you're like, it's oh like because everyone just has their own circle and friends, you know. This is very much Hollywood nepotism. But it is. <laughs> I mean, that's how the system works. I've had this conversation with a friend. Where it's like, it's almost like how it works. But that's why I try to actively be like, I want to book people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, even if their comedy and my comedy don't match, as long as it's not problematic, like I want to have them on my show because it's like, you know, I may find a lineup hilarious and then you get there and it's like everyone's comedy is different and that's so important yeah. to remember too being like it's like, so um, different yeah I asked some comedian like they said oh because we know this person would not bomb we know them we trust them that's kind of their perspective like I understand for the bigger show mm-hmm. like I was doing this show I would not see the name but like they always book the same people I mean, like, from her, his perspective, it's like, you know, it's always a sold-out show. They know the mm-hmm. comedian. They trust them. Yeah. They build a relationship, right? They're like, oh, I know this comedian without a bomb. I don't want to book some new comedian because uh, I don't know how they're going to do. So, like, I may understand for the bigger show. They, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I feel like in the, yeah. like, the shows that, like, we all kind of know the venues that, like, do the same ones, it's like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I sound awful about booking my show. Not like my show actually is like a huge thing, but it's just kind of like I get for the bigger shows, but in the same vein, it's also up to the comics. Like, yeah. if you're doing a big show at a really, like a show that you know is really good and hard to get booked on, like maybe don't try like your newest stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. maybe go in being like, I want to impress these people. Yeah, I, don't I'm ever always try like, like new, new stuff. You know, I wish I could be that confident. I simply am not. I'm like, doing if I'm even remotely at a new place, I'm like, same stuff I know works. Five, type five. Yeah. Like this place, actually, tonight I may go, like, um, 
uh, Adam Hunter. He does a show every Tuesday at a dime bar. That's right oh, nice. by like a Fairfax. He's really nice. You know, he's been doing this for a while. Like, I mean, it's it's a great place because like it's a bar, but like they got a great vibe and a great audience. Nice. And then I lots love of, yeah, lots of comedians go there to try their new material. Because like I say, like I have a show at a comedy store on Thursday, so tonight I will go there. Nice. Yeah. So I just know, and also everyone's so supportive. You should go. Yeah. It started like a. It started at eight. Oh, so nice. every Tuesday night, I can introduce you to know oh, them wow. as well. They, I mean, lots of comedians go there. Like mm-hmm. even like a bigger comedian, I think like a very big comedian perform there, because it's just like a such a great room. Yeah. And it's in West Hollywood, and then That's it's so cool. every Tuesday night. Nice. Yeah, there are some That's there are some good spots. Like you know, you said you know, and then I know some other comedian also hosts open mic. Mm. So I haven't done like this for a while, um, but like I know, like you said, you know, it's hit or miss. It is, and I also yeah. feel like sometimes too, like people forget, like comics forget that you're doing this show not for other comics. I mean, it could also be for yourself, but you're doing it as a show. Yeah, like you're putting on a show for people to enjoy. And I think sometimes people try to work out their stuff, which I mean, like, yeah, like in certain shows, mm-hmm. like sure, but sometimes it's like. If you know it's like an amazing show, like and you know something works, do that because people are paying tickets to go see it. Like, put your best foot forward and like yeah. give people a show. Even though you've heard it, I fall into this. Don't get me wrong, I fall into this trap all the time. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't written anything. I'm like stressed, right. but I'm like, I know that if I use my type five and it gives people who who don't know me a really great show, even though I've heard it a thousand and one right. times, then they've gotten a good show. Yeah, you know? exactly. Because you, you like, I, I totally feel like you know. A- appreciate those people come out because they have to buy tickets, they have to buy mm-hmm. drinks, they have to, you know, drive there and pay yep. for parking. Oh my god, yeah. You gotta give your best, right? Yeah. You know, I mean it's part of like, you know, as a comedian, you cannot just say, Oh, give half ass work. You gotta give one hundred percent to respect those people. Yeah. They come over to see you. That's exactly. They take take out their time. Some people have to find a babysitter. Exactly. I'm yeah. like you're you're putting on a show. Oh my god, I sound so like like not oh my god, what am I thinking of the word? Like, I sound so negative on it, but I'm just like, I feel like realistically, when you look at the business of it, I think, and I could be wrong, like, I feel like bookers would want to see your best work and, like, you cut yourself short if you're not making the full time, but you have, like, a tighter minutes than, like, sitting there being like, all right, what else do I got for you guys? Opens notebook, and then it's just, like, on, like, a book show that you're, you know, people Mm -hmm. are paying for. Yeah. I mean, that's just me. I'm, like, trying to be, like, I want to give people a show. Because I sat through those before where you're sitting there and you're, like, oh, my God. You know, and you're, like, how much longer do I have here? I know, (laughs) right? Which is so bad to say, but, like, we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Anyway, well, time passed by fast. We're almost at the end of the show. Oh so, my God. Julia, do you have anything to plug? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I mean, I have my comedy show that I run. I'm going to bring it out here. It's called Cowabunga Comedy Show Ooh, on Instagram. Awesome. I got a dual author of that so it doesn't get hacked, circling back to our beginning <laughs> conversation. Protect that comedy yeah, show. Yeah, now that you all know that it's not, I think actually it is no. But um, yeah, I'm going to probably bring that out up to LA mm-hmm. and then. I don't know, just like my socials, because I just kind of post what I'm doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Julia underscore Linger on the gram. Awesome. Yes. Thank you for being in my podcast. Thank and you for having me. Yeah, it's so good to see you, so by the cool. way. All right. So, catch Jimmy in the car. See you guys. Peace.